Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good afternoon. Good evening, everyone. This is DJ Philly Joy. Our show on today, you know, it's called Issues of the Heart. We talk about all kinds of things that's going on in the world today. We'll see about people, about life, about living, about love. And today is nothing like nothing like any other topic. Talking about mothers. And how we label our topic today, if you want to call in and talk about this topic, the topic begins with what mother got to do with it. History, legacy, responsibility. It's Mother's Day, y'all. <laughs> Have you seen my mother? And a little pun, a little fun to it. Hopefully that y'all got the point celebrating uh, the mothers in your life, women in your life, and hopefully that's been a good experience. And if it hasn't been a good experience, I'd like you to share the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, what your perception was and what your view was, and then how you have changed that to do what we call sometimes a better job than our mother did. Well, we got to be better than my mother, treat my kids better than my mother, treat them better than me. Uh, you know how we do that. So just want to give you all that as my opening, as the topic goes on, and play some good, hopefully good mother's music for y'all. If you have any requests, you can call in for those requests as well. So dial in 724-444-7444. Put that PIN code in, 143-918-POUND. Wait a second. One pound. And wait a little bit. And start eight to conversate, communicate, and share what's on your heart your mind and in your spirit. You can have a good conversation today from 5 to 7 and keep it moving from there as we share in our motherly duties and responsibilities and keep things going in our life. So the topic off today with the song I'm going to play is uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. They wrote a song called Mom. You know Earth, Wind, and Fire, awesome, awesome group that I love, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite groups. And you listen to them, listen to the words of the song, and to see what what you think and how you're grooving with it, okay? Let's start that off. Start our show off today, talking about mother, motherhood, and have you seen my mother? Mom, where are you? Thank <laughs> you. 
enjoyed that. I did. Mom by Earth, Wind, and Fire. That really touched my spirit, my soul. Mom gave us words of love. You know, you think about that endearing. 
endearing name, mom. And you think about your reflection of a mom, those that have moms, those that they have lost their mothers and then they're going through, you know, some grief right now and they're feeling it this time of year. And we just go through it because we know what they mean to us. <coughs> Excuse me. Put my that on the air. We know what moms mean to us and what they've done for us. And if it wasn't for our mothers, biological mothers, we would not be here. But you may have been adopted or put in foster care or have lost your uh, parent, mom, early when you were growing up. Your aunt or some other person stepped in to do the mothering, to be the mom, to help to raise you, to give you your, your values, your structure, your routine, um, hopefully some goals, some ambitions, some uh, different values in that respect, your character as far as how you treat people, integrity, um, as far as the honesty, and as far as how you look up to yourself, as far as your self-esteem and how you, you know, you hold your character up in that respect and how you treat other people. So that's, I think those things, um, we think about when we think about a mom, that endearing name of mom or mother or mama, mommy, however you pronounce it, wherever you're from, whatever culture that you have learned to say, uh, mom. And some people have had their grandmothers be their mom. So I always make a dedication to the grandmothers as well because if it wasn't for the grandmothers that had the mothers and the fathers, then we would not be here. So we might not go back generations, like 40 years or generations like that, but, you know, we do go back and respect those that um, have come before us and give them their just due because we love them and we think about what they've done for us. So you may have not heard the story of my mom, and um, if you don't know, I have moved in with my mom. My mom is 91 years old. And about 2014, beginning to have some problems with her feet. She had some heart problems and had a couple of, uh, had a stroke, one time on stroke, but also had falls, um, hip surgery, knee surgeries, where she got replacements and stuff like that. So this one time she started having some numbness in her feet and problems with her feet. So so mom's supposed to get checked out. She got checked out. Um, doctor said, the foot doctor said it was nothing but an ingrown toenail fixes it up or whatever he does, and, you know, make a long story short, June the 1st, 2015, my mom lost her left leg, so that means she's, you know, begins to be disabled another another way. She's already getting old. She's 87, 89, 89 time, 89, so it's been three years, almost three years. Wow, that time going by so fast, so, so fast. And that was a very hard, painful time for my life right there, but, um, she began to have those problems with her foot, and then it turned out she had to lose her leg up above her knee. So they call it above the knee amputation, a.k.a. above the knee amputation. So that's what happened. And now she is went through all the different things as far as trying to get the prostheses and all that kind of stuff. But she's 91 now. And she was, I would say, 88, 89 then, so it's three years later. And she was like, oh, I'm not, she's not going to use this thing. So she stopped using it make a long story short with that. She started using it, but she's in a wheelchair, gets around, this is good, loves to cook, still has her faculties about her, strong woman, still lets you know when she don't like something and speaks her mind, um, regardless of whether she's in a chair or not. 
Like you treat her right, treat her wrong. She lets you know how she feels, and that's a good thing because you know you have to read her mind, which is a good thing. I, I respect her for that. Um, you know, but sometimes, you know, they change over a little bit. They go from, you know, being that strong mother, and they begin to want you to spend more time with them, to spend time to, you know, to be there. You know, you still have the things you need to do. You go to work every day and come home and still spend time with them, which is a good, which is a good thing. But we have a caregiver that comes in. My, my brother's a caregiver as well. So, you know, it gives you time to still do what you need to do to take care of your business. So I'm, I'm, I'm at home now, and my mom is here. The caregiver is here, and she's here till 6 and then I'm off the air by 7. But my brother pitches in. So we have a good support team. Sometimes it's a struggle a little bit. We do too much, but it's a struggle. But if we hang in there with each other together, as long as we communicate, things go very well. So as my mom, you know, she was a woman, 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 a woman, woman. I used to call her Annie Oakley because she used to care with us. <laughs> I don't know this story, but yeah, 38 and 22. She'll tell you about this story. And I tell you, boy, I tell you, she was a toughie. She had five boys and she had me, and I was a baby girl. My mom always brought people in the house, which were people that was, um, you know, because we had a lot of kids. So people would come in, they would eat dinner or stay over, or whatever they would do, and that, taking cousins and different ones and had to live with us and people, stopping children. My mom was the person that if I had a house and you were there, you needed a place to stay, you could definitely have a place to stay. She found a place for you. didn't matter if it was a cop or a couch or whatever it was. So saying all that to say, um, Moms just have that nurturing nature about them, regardless of what they're going through in their life. So my mom was a very good woman, went through a lot of different things. And one of the things she did go through, because my mom was married about four times, I think it was four times, yeah, four times. So her first husband was very abusive. But, you know, it's just like any, anything. She was a teenager. She got married. The first child she had was my brother Oscar. And basically she went through that day until she left. The child and left everything, ran for her life, back up to this, that was down south. Ran back up to the north, live up here with some relatives and stuff like that. Never brought that child back, but she still was a mother. And then she, how long, how long ago, met my dad years later, probably like five years or so later, and had five more children like my dad, four boys and a girl, but all against five boys and a girl. Again, my mom had a couple miscarriages, but she still was a mother to all of us. And then you know, going through that, I could see different struggles that she had. And having my dad, my dad died when I was eight years old. So my mom was um, raising those children on her own. She was in her early 40s. And that was really hard to raise four boys and a girl, teenage boys and a young girl. So she struggled with that and um, told a little bit of her story. She began to drink more than the normal. So we grew up in a functional alcoholic home. Um, she'll tell you her story too as well. Um, I may get her on to come on the radio to say hi to say hey to y'all too if I can. If she'll if she'll say anything, we'll see. But um <laughs> she raised us because she still went to work every day, did her stuff at night, still cooked meals, still we still ate, we never went hungry, never went out any having any clothes. She sewed, she cooked, she cleaned, did the whole nine yards and put the sons do the same thing, sew, cook, clean, everybody know how to do different things in this household. She still raised us as she went through her grieving process. See, we don't do this kind of stuff in, the, in our communities. We don't understand as far as the people are going through and talking out things and getting counseling. And I believe there's a lot of moms that would probably be better moms if they did seek some help or some counseling. They don't talk about their struggles, but they hide it by doing more things and more work for other people. Um, keeping busy and doing stuff. And then also, like I said before, drink. 
most of our times of day now, women well, people are using um, strong alcohol, but they're not only doing that, they're using drugs, and the drugs are why not killing a lot of these moms and dads too as well. But we're talking about moms today, and we're hoping that we can really get a good understanding of what moms go through psychologically, the traumas of um, a first second first husband being abusive, second husband dying early, um, after you're raising children together, and then um, thirdly. Um, finding up enough man that came into the household and was, you know, wanted to only be here because he wanted to get his green card or green paper, and that was a, a manipulative or use, using thing, you know. These things happen. I'm giving y'all, giving y'all real life stories of, you know, a real life woman that I experienced with. And then after that, met my stepfather uh, that she had 15 years living together, and then they finally got married, and he died um, some years later, maybe. I guess three, four years later after that, they got married, he died. So she's married four times, and through all that struggle and stuff she went through, she said, I'm not getting married anymore. I guess, well, I guess you are done. You had four. You tried it four times. <laughs> I guess that's enough. But you did, you did your best, and you went through life, and you don't have any kind of regrets with life, and she doesn't. The next song, next song is going to be for a song for mom. But as we go through our struggles, we got to just respect, we got to respect them. And as we go through our struggles, you know, keep our heads up because there are things we're going to go through we don't even always foresee. And I'll share a little bit about my life as well, things I've been through. And um, sometimes that I was a little bit more hard-headed because I didn't listen. I should have listened in some areas, but I didn't. And we'll have some mama used to say some things and see if you remember some things mama used to say that you don't, that you need to probably incorporate uh, in our lives right now that we don't. But here we go. So we're going to come back and talk about um, what is motherhood and I don't know what mama, what mother got to do with it? We get that down pat, and then we're going to some more understanding as far as mom is concerned, and we continue to move from there. I just love being on the air with y'all. I hope that everything is coming through loud and clear, and good enough for us to understand each other. And this song is by Boys and Men, and this song is called Mama. <laughs> Thank you. 
meant to do them harm? Or how many people think that their mom and definitely didn't want them to have any fun or have a good time? Or they just wanted to keep them back, kept, kept that stuff from them and want, didn't want them to grow up. <laughs> wanted to stay kids forever, you know. But um, this was, that really wasn't the case. But I think it was a protection thing to keep you from experiencing too much of what the world has to offer so you wouldn't be sad as a child to realize how how the world goes, how the world can suck you into its devices and kind of almost want to cripple you from not even wanting to grow up because so your mom is like the buffer, giving you all the life lessons that you need to have, you know. So that nurturer sets the actions in place to say no, you don't need to do this because this is what's going to happen if you do this situation. So you know how we want to hang out with the other people, other people hang out in the street. You know, mom gave you a certain time to be in. Most people remember when the street lights came on, they had to be on the steps. That's my, that's the old school story. I'll tell you that from the back. There wasn't no talking back, wasn't no fasting. You know, you came in, you had to wash your hands, something to have dinner. There was no, you wasn't have dinner right then. You, you had to do so and something now. You all ate together. That usually was the, how you were brought up. You cleaned the kitchen. Whoever cooked didn't have to worry about cleaning the kitchen because they, because they were the ones that prepared the meal. The cook wouldn't do all the work. You came in from school. You did your homework first. You just know what I'm talking playing. You did your homework. Change your, change your school clothes. Put your play clothes on. Did your homework. So you had a certain structure that your mom had you. If you had a mom, they gave you structure. They kept you occupied, kept your mind Busy. One of the things that mama used to say all the time was what? Remember this saying? The, the, the idle mind is a playground for the devil. You know? You know, much much work is not good as well. <laughs> it's like, that's what needs to be saying nowadays. Much work and no play make Jack and Dope. Well, they said that back in the day, too. But mom didn't want to get into that, but she was so busy trying to keep, get, keep you out of trouble. And that was the main thing moms were really, really good for. And, uh, and she just had a song, too, about mom. I was about mom. I'm going to find that for you. I love that song. That's a good one to play about mom today on the time we're talking about. We're, we're doing the mother thing, but we got to get to the history of, mother, of this thing because, you know, people don't understand the person that started this whole thing. And I believe in that one person because it started way back before then, back in Greek, Greek mythology and Roman. Do your history. Do your check on it and everything. You can check behind me. But you get back into that, you'll see the heads about the goddesses and the Greek stuff. But I'm getting to all that because all that stuff is not what, what Mother's Day about. But, you know, the one person that really was advocating for it, one woman named Anna Jarvis. And it's so sad because um, with her advocating for it, she didn't like the commercialism aspect of it that came into play. So let's start with um, how it came to be. And then we can go into, you know, what president maybe help to get it activated, and then from there, we can talk about um, how you feel about Mother's Day today, and, and then is she, is she right? Is it a lot of commercialism, and is that commercialism good, or is it bad? Are you indifferent about it? How do you feel about that? So if you haven't called it as of yet, and we're still getting this conversation going, you know, the conversation is about uh, motherhood. It's about, you know, have you seen my mother? And then do we honor and respect our mothers today or our mothers are kind of trying to be our friends? Are they trying to be hipper than we are, dressed like we dress as far as the young people? I can say myself a young person. But <laughs> I don't think my mom's trying to dress like me because I'm not dressing too, too uh, 
uh, you call it flaunty, not allowed to do that, which never wasn't really raised like that. I was raised like really kind of professional. I say that the reason why my mom would always wear suits. That was her thing because she went to church, but not all the time. But when she went, she wore a suit. Like she had these suits that had the vest to them, the three-piece suit, the long skirt with the slip on the side, and they had the, um, like the, out what kind of collars they wore. They had like a little Chappelle collar, and the collars were like come out different color, like two-tone suits, and they were sharp. Some of the pictures from the, from the um, 1940s, 1950s, how a woman dressed, they dressed really cool. And most times women, they wore dresses. They didn't wear a lot of pants back in those days. They wore a lot of dresses. And women, they knew they were sharp. They were looking good to the teeth. And they would call it, that, call it their Sunday best. And they would wear those things and take really good care of their clothes. And women would wear those big brim hats, you know, even back in the day. So if you depending on how you were raised, you were raised in the church or not raised in the church, you were raised um, in different cultures and stuff like that. They had their style, how they put forth the womanhood and the femininity to show girls to be girls and, you know, to keep that real. And not going on to say prissy, but, you know, one of the sayings is um, sugar and sugar and spice and everything. I think the little girls are made of. Well, that saying has got long, long gone <laughs> since we got a lot of women that are not as feminine as they was. I'm not really that feminine, but I love being a woman. Um, but I still think that when you know that you're a woman, you still have that certain air about you where the feminine side shows. It's not a tough side. It's not a boy side. It's really like even if you're tomboy, you still have that femininity about you regardless of, you know, and like you know that you're a woman and you, and you walk in that. You're a womanhood. You walk in being a lady or walk into that. So I really like that. I think our mothers did a great job, the ones that, really knew who they were and embraced um, their womanhood, embraced their mothering and to raise their children and really sacrifice, I would say sacrifice part of their life, you know. A lot of times we have women now that will not sacrifice any part of their life. You know, they have children will say it's all about them still in that respect and the children are second to them. Wow. So can we really be effective and still fulfill our careers and raise a successful household? Is there is there a book on that somewhere, and how have we structured our lives to get to where we are now? We got a lot of children that are in the juvenile justice system. A lot of children that are not feeling like they really have a mother. A lot of children that feel that their mother is their friend. Some mothers have taken the girl, the daughter's boyfriends, and I mean, we have some stuff that's going on nowadays that that people would not have even imagined. Um, and my mom did because another thing was. Um, a child stays in their place. Well, so to speak, they say a child should be seen and not hurt. I wasn't a strong advocate of that. Well, then it's time to be heard. You need to be heard. And then when you speak up about something like, say, for instance, you were being abused, that might, they might, might not believe you because you have to be then really know to speak up until you kept quiet. So that's where all the secrets and stuff come from and the different things that were in the house were kept from mom or kept from dad because you didn't feel though you, as a child, you may have had a place to talk. And I can share a little bit as far as uh, my life is concerned. I mean, some those things were in my household. Um, when my mom drinking and different things, some people came in and wanted to sabotage the house, and they did what they did. But you know what? We still grew up to be strong people, and I can't say that I'm better for it. I can say that I can help people protect people from it and also to be mindful that I don't want the things to happen to my family, uh, my grandkids and my children. So it's a beautiful thing to be a mom. We really embrace it and walk in it the way we, well, not the way we should. We don't really always know the way we should because, like I said before, 
even though there's no, um, there's a structure that people are out here, there's a woman that can teach you how to raise children. Because my mom has six children. All of them have come out fine. So don't say, can't say we haven't had struggles with uh, drinking and with alcohol, with drugs and things like that. All by choice. I'm not saying that she didn't, we just told us what, what was right, what was wrong, but all by choice. And um, we've seen other people do certain things. And what's in our mind is another thing. The grass is greener on the other side. Don't believe the hype. Another one, well, that's out there too. And guess what? The street will teach you. They taught you another word, another saying, the school of hard knocks. The school of hard knocks. You heard that saying before? Mamas are good for saying all kinds of stuff that let you know you're going to learn one way or another how to be an adult, grow up, be responsible, be reliable, be dependable, you know, get your character in order. You want to learn from me, you want to learn from the street. And can you see the balance of that? Can you see the the uh, the structure of that where we really need our moms to be that, like I said before, that buffer to help us not to go into all the things we went through and then to make sure that we are protected from harm's way, protected and being safe from the things we go through in life. So I don't know if there's any calls. Y'all, y'all call in. I've got another song for y'all. 724-444-7444. Another song for y'all I'm going to play, but y'all can have a, a, a selection. I'm on the chat line. You can go on the chat. If you are on, you can go on the computer, and you can get on the chat. You can go into www.talkshoe.com. You can pull up the link, put in that call, caller ID, 143918-POUND, and you go right, not, not the pound sign, but just the 143918, and click that, and then put join in and push, um, once you do that, Sign in as a guest. That way you can just get on to the, to the um, chat, and you can chat me as well um, on there so we can talk. Okay? On here, I hope you get some internet connection going on with y'all as far as that. Hey. Learn how to do all this stuff. Yeah, let's put that out there. This is DJ Felicia. Oh. Hey, Hi. how you doing? Hi. Who is that? Chill. No, you're not chill. You're somebody else. Um, hi. I'm hi. I, I like your show. <laughs> Thank you. Who's calling? It's DJ Free Joy. Who am I speaking to? Welcome to the it's call. Rico. It's Rico. I like your show. Well, thank you. Rico, I appreciate you. You got a song you want to hear? You want to talk about? Yeah. With mom yeah, I like to hear. I, yeah, I, I like to hear. What's your scenario? What's the vibe? What's your scenario? I can't understand that. <laughs> Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes. What's the Buster, scenario? Oh, Buster Rhymes. Oh. Is that a mama song? I got to get that. Can I some mama songs today? Oh, mommy song. Yeah, because we're, 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 we're talking about um, our topic today. If you didn't go online, today is our topic about um, what mother got to do with it, okay? History, legacy, responsibility. It's Mother's Day, y'all. So have you seen my mother. People have gone through, like, you know, being adopted or different things or they've been raised by their aunt or whatever. And we're going to talk about your experiences with mom in that in that respect. And then... I can I can I do part. I do part. Dear mama. Dear mama? Dear mama. Okay. <laughs> okay. I got it. I'll get that for you. I would say that. And can you share anything about, about mom that you... Um, with your friends, with your mom, and 
how many children you have in your family? How do you feel as far as being your family when you we raised? We like, we like, we have big family, but I, I got to listen. We got over here to single do. So I, 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 I'm listening to Pat. Be my mom. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You listen to your mother? Thank you. Did she raise you to be respectful, or did you, did you have uh, issues with your mom? Did you listen to her? That was bad. I, I, I just want to hear Tupac. Get mama. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the call. Thank you for calling. Hold on. I'm trying to find that song for you. Find a song. If I can't find it, maybe my, my um, producer can find it for you, which is DJ Chill. He may can find that. So yeah. I'm looking for it now. Okay, yeah, we got to yeah, yeah, do it, mama. Hey, what the? Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to bring up on my um on my end, but um we definitely will play some um definitely play some songs for our people that are calling in, and I know I have different songs like that. That's by Buster Rhymes. He said though, um for that selection, but I think it's one by Tupac, the Dear Mama, right? It's one by Tupac. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, let's play Tupac. I think it's by Tupac. What he's talking about. And we can go from there. All right. All right. So we're going to play that for you and keep it going from there. And have um, our sound check as, as well. Chill. Don't forget that I need you to um, be on the air for me. I appreciate you. I want to still be here. I just can't play the music after the next 25, 30 minutes, okay? So we're going to go from there. Um, Got talking, about, back. Talk, talking about mom, talking about how we relate to our mothers, people. Um, chill. What's your experience with with mom? I know you your um you lost your mom. Different ones have lost their mothers and going through different things. And what kind of lessons do you think your mom taught you when you were growing up? Wait a minute. Give me a second. I need a good five seconds. Go go. Couple minutes. Couple minutes. Yeah, but okay. So I'm gonna play this dear mama song for our caller that calls. And thank you very much. Really appreciate you listening in. And those of us on the air right now, just hold a minute. We're going to definitely get that up for our caller that's on here. So talk about motherhood and the things that people go through um, as they experience. It's a tree falls in the bottom thing, the bottom line is we have to really be mindful when we're learning about our mom that they were, they were children once too. They had experiences that they had as children as well. And when they were raised as children, maybe they didn't have the best or whatever upbringing they may have had. And then you think about how long ago it was, they were raised in a hard time during um, a very oppressive time. I don't want to say like slavery because it wasn't that, that far gone, but, you know, different things like this happened. So we're going to play this song. I hope you enjoy it, and I hope it comes out okay for you that I can um, keep an understand it on this sound check. All right, here we go. I was going to have a baby, and the baby would never be with me, but I was acquitted months and three days. I was real happy because I had a son. When I was young, yeah, my mama had three, seven, three, three, four, three, four, no back at the time, I never thought I'd be a friend. Ain't a woman alive that could take my mama's place. She said it was gone. I go home, I was a fool with the big boys breaking all the rules. Oh, I love the little kid. I need to go to bed, to bed, to bed. 
Thank you very much for that. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. That was good for me to hear. I wanted to hear that. Looking for that one earlier. So I got that up for you. And we had a chance to listen to that. Thank you, brother. I hope that was calling in. I couldn't get exactly who you were, but thank you. I hope you're on the line still listening to the rest of the show. That would be great. And uh, we back up a little bit for our topic. If they call in, 724-444-7444. 143-918-POUNDS if you're on uh, calling. And one pound to listen in and start eight to conversate and relate. And if you have a, a request, I can do it now before 6.15, before I get off the the boards here, ones and twos, and then DJ Chill can take over the music section. That'll be great. And then I'll continue on with the words and the quotes and the things about motherhood. So history-wise, we said before I showed you about how the whole thing with the mothering, the mother, the goddesses and stuff like that, that was back in the day. So I was going to go into all that. Just going to start with like the early 19, late 1800, early 1900s when this started being something that came into pass because of one woman that wanted to honor her mother. So the person's name was Anna Jarvis. Um, she was a founder and a fighter for Mother's Day. Uh, her own mother, she wanted to um, honor her beloved mother, and, you know, she wanted to show that in a, a way that wasn't commercialized, like it is today. So this is a fact. Well, I'm going to read this a little bit here. Um, Anna Jarvis found a Mother's Day to honor her beloved mother. Then spent the rest of her life fighting the holiday's commercial and political exploitation. She died alone in an asylum. Her story and the modern-day story of Mother's Day began, of course, with her own mother. Here, here is how it all got started. In the beginning, this Anna Jarvis, she started and, you know, she was born, um, organized the Mother's Day, worked in clubs, improved sanitary conditions, and stemmed her community appalling infant mortality rates. In her lifetime, Jarvis had 13 children and only sees four of them live to adulthood. Wow, that's pretty serious. So this is her, this is her mom, Anna Jarvis's mother. Um, so she had these things going on. This is really sad because you think about what was going on with this lady, and she had all these children, but she lost them because they had a very, very high death rate. I think back then they didn't have as much sanitary things as we had then. Now you got to come in the hospital. I work in the hospital. You got to make sure you wash your hands. Deal with patients. You have to wear gloves. Wear gowns. People, people have certain infections and things like that. Now we get all these different vaccinations. Some good, some bad. I have to go into the details about the polio. You know, the MMR. We get a lot of junk in these vaccinations, but you don't see as much of the things that they saw back in the olden days when people were crippled and had polio and different things, all kinds of diseases. And I can't say that it came from uh, eating of the natural fruits and grass and ground. Most it came from sanitation purposes, where they didn't have control over back in the day when they had the Black Plague, when the the, um, the rats and the different things were overtaking over people, and they didn't know that open. They would do was get some fresh air, open the windows, wash their hands, and be more thorough with the conditions, and wash off the stuff with soap and water, things like that, to keep the conditions more thorough. But these things happen. So Anna Anna Jarvis dies just as her mother. Um, the second Sunday in, in May. So this is her daughter now wanting to honor her. So she uses these white coordinates. She you know, goes into the whole thing, into the thing with um, the president, I mean, Woodrow Wilson was president at the time, and the different one that made it to be was actually him um, that went all the way forward. 
So they had the white coronations and different coronations you have, the ceremonies that they have. You have it at church. Most people have it at the church. And then here, the first formal Mother's Day commemoration is marked with another service on the second Sunday in May at the same church in Grafton and with much larger ceremony in Philadelphia. Jarvis has white coronations distributed to the mothers, sons and daughters in attendance at the church. At the church. So those are good. And the governor of West Virginia, Mother's Day, an official holiday, um, the second Sunday in May. All right. So official national holiday. So President Woodrow Wilson, Mother's Day, he made it an official national holiday. Jarvis gratified by her preferred placement of the apostrophe of Mother's Day. These people got all kinds of hang-ups. But making it singular, possessive, not plural possessive, so each family would honor its own one and only mother. Wow. So it spread like wildfires, but then what happened was people were starting to do the whole thing, especially the florists and stuff, and people that had the flowers. They, they, this is like their biggest, biggest, biggest selling year, besides now Valentine's Day. So all these holidays are helping the people to make money. And she started fighting against them because they got to the point of getting too commercialistic and stuff like that. So... Not to make it too too much. She battled with the florist industry in 1922. This was early, early on. We wasn't even thought about even born yet. Um, Jarvis endorses open boycotts against florists who raise the prices. The white coronations every May to raise the prices. So you can see commercials. This happens every year, but every single holiday. While I'm not always, I'm not into all these holidays or holidayism. I'm into honoring our mothers every day of our life with our very life. A special day. When you give her some flowers, that's, that's your choice. But we should respect and hopefully honor our families, our parents, and different things every day because we would not be here without them. So honor them every single day. So then they made a stamp in 1934. This is really what pushed her over the edge right here. Uh, they, they, uh, she began to start crashing all kinds of conventions, American War Mothers. She began to do all kinds of stuff against the uh, white coronation. When they made this stamp, <laughs> Made a stamp. In memory, so the stamp says, in memory and honor of the mothers of America. And it was a three cent stamp back in 1934, commemorates Mother's Day. She went over the deep end and she really began to take this to the next next thing. Um, and so that was the story of her life. She died, you know, in an asylum alone because of her hurt behind this whole thing. Um, the Mother's Day thing. So Jarvis died in 84, alone and penniless from the various legal battles she waged over the holiday she started. She never made any profit for Mother's Day, and she never had any children, this particular Jarvis. The other, her mother, which was also Anna Jarvis, had, she had children, 13 of them, only four of them lived. But Anna wanted to honor her mother. So this was all one of women's mission. So when you put your mind to something, people, not just women, but men, Put your mind to something. You have a cause. It's like I'm going to go in with, um, with Sound City Radio. I'm going to be on the air. I've been on the air for a, a year plus now. I've been on Sound City Radio for a year. My anniversary it was April 28th was the exact day. And my first exact message was um, about positive expressions. And I'm still living that every day of my life because it's keeping me going. It's keeping me strong. It's keeping me vital. And if I live in negativity, I'd be maybe more miserable and commiserating on things and the challenges. Because if you think about this, we have bad news when we're growing up. 
But now that we're adults, the bad news is more prevalent in our minds, and it's right there on the news. It's in the papers. It's right in our face on the TV. So it's right there, and your friends are telling you certain things. So it's like sometimes you got to say, I don't want to hear anymore because I know it's, I know what's happening. It still makes you sad that things are going on. We had to talk about the lynchings and things like that going on. It's five people are going up and fire. Every single day you think about it, in every country, something bad is happening. But also, believe it or not, something good is happening. In every single country, there are children being born. Some with the effects of someone not with the problems. You know, every single day there's somebody that's dying. Somebody discovered that they're going to get married, that they get engaged, or they, they have a wedding ceremony. So every day there are things, as long as you live, there are things that are going to happen. And your choice is how you disseminate this information in your mind and what you choose to do with it. So let it stick and pull you down to a depression state or to have it propel you to make a movement and move towards progress. Mothers have children. Yes. Some hey, you have a, you have a, um, excuse me. You do I have, have a call. call. All right, now. Welcome, call CJ Fully joined. This is the heart. How you doing? Welcome, caller. What's up, Philly Joy? What's up, DJ Chill? This is Shy. What's up? Shy, my buddy. How you doing, Shy? You all right? You hanging in there, buddy? I'm doing okay. Besides my neck and my back, but I'm all right. I'm okay. And you know what I say? It's still a lovely day. You know what I mean? Ah, you something else, Shy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Hey, uh, so how are you doing? Got a topic today? Yeah, I got a topic. They said got our, our topic today. <laughs> it, 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 I got a topic. I said, they said, how you feeling today? I said, I'm feeling okay besides I got hit by a car. What? <laughs> I, yeah, they said, you look good for good. Oh, get hit by a car. I said, well, I may be walking, but I'm not talking. I'm, I'm talking all right, but I, I'm talking funny. But, hey. God still is good. No man, I'm still smiling. No man. Wow, y'all hear you. Still smiling. So how, how, how y'all people are doing? How we're my family about, doing? We're talking about mothering. We're doing very well. And it's uh-huh. the top of the it's the top of the hour. We're talking oh, about oh, 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 besides mother. happy happy Mother's Day, happy before Mother's Day. I'm sorry about that. Well, no. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to all the mothers, happy Mother's Day. <laughs> what what wouldn't be here without you? Sorry. I know that's right, Sha. Thank y'all. I said that earlier, Sha, because think about the grandmoms as well too. That's right. The grandmoms respect as well because you couldn't right. come here without even without without the dad. But talking about moms right now, dad's dad's still there. We love dads too. But, oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our yeah, topic yeah. today, Sha, you want to add in huh? is what what mother got to do with it? History, legacy, responsibility. So I just went over the history just now. It's Mother's Day, y'all. Have you seen my mother? <laughs> to, add That's little, right. to add a little fun to it. But um, it's, child, it's, when you were being raised up, Shot, when you were uh, being raised up, this is for a second. When you were being raised up as a child, uh-huh. um, some of the things that you saw, maybe you saw some good, some bad, but if you pulled some qualities from being a mother, what would you say your mother was like or a mother should be like? How would you, how would you word that? Man, I'm telling you, my mom is like my best friend. You know what I mean? That was I'm telling you, my my best friend. 
if I if I needed to be scolded, she scolded me, but she needed to hold me, she hold me. And she always told me she loved me. You know what I mean? I I I I love my mama. I And you loved your mama. That's good. Um, did she ever do anything wrong? Yeah, are you still there? Or you hung got hung up on the phone. Don't wait for Charlie to come back. I think you got disconnected. So while we waiting for Charlie to come back on, I got another song for y'all that I want to play. I'm sure my stuff is set up correctly. Got to set up the equipment correctly and make sure things is right because I think my shoe just went off. All right, we got it. All right, so we're going to play this next selection for y'all. And I know y'all know this one. This is the only but goody. And this one's called I Always Love My Mama. She's my favorite girl. Let me get to play. Hey, hey, I'm sorry. Oh, uh-huh. 
Y'all know that one. I always love my mom by the intruders. We have another caller, DJ Chill. We're going to give our final stop of the hour. Chill, DJ Chill, in the house. Yeah, the caller came back. The caller came back. Okay. He was um, shy. Yeah, I'm back. I'm sorry about that. That was my theme song, too. Welcome, welcome, Shy. I figured it was you, but I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what happened. My phone just cut off, but that was my theme song to my mama. Oh, it's a mama. I love that one. I figured it'd be good to play that for you, but because you wasn't on the air. So let me play that song for Shaw, because I know he liked that song. Oh, yeah, I always, I, I, I always sing that to my mom, too. I just got finished singing it to the to her. I always say, oh, it's a mama. You take care of your mom, Shaw? Oh, yes, I do. I go see her every day. I, I, I go, I go to see her today. 
I'm about to be 87 this year. 87. Wow. The top, the top of the hours. My mom is 91. 91. A couple of my moms here, but it's a team approach. It's going to be a, it's a lot on one person, believe it or not. You can have yeah. a mother take, mother take, mother take care of 10 kids, but take the whole, all, all the six to take care of a mother. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's a lot of work. Oh, yes. A lot of work. Yes, I, I, I remember the time going downtown with my mom. I said, man, you know, do I, do I have to go? She said, come on. Come on, keep up with me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember right. that. You know what I mean? You used to swore me and everything. I, I, I miss that boy. You miss it. I miss it. So I still, I, I still see, I still, still doing the same thing with my mom. But I still, still go see her, man. Make it last. Mhm. We you know had some different stuff. We talk about about moms today. We talked about moms about the history. Talk about about moms about the legacy a little bit. We didn't go into too much, too much about the legacy, but. Let's talk about that, shall we? What kind of legacy as far as um, what kind of um, parenting style? Was your mom a perfectionist or was she a person well, that wanted, wanted to be your friend or she let you know she was a, she was a boss or how was, how was all, her parenting style? All of the above. She was a school <laughs> teacher and she was a, a supervisor. She was a supervisor for caseworker for DPA. Okay, so she had a lot, yeah. lot, of, lot of skills and stuff, and she was putting them skills to good practice on her children. Oh yeah, yes, yes, yes. And my uh, and my and my father was a, a navy man. And then, okay, so you had a lot of structure and routine. Yeah. Yes. My, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Of that boy, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, but that's what that's what you knew. So you think other children were being raised other than you? Do you ever have thoughts in your mind that your mom and dad was far on you? You know what? I don't say people was raised better, but you're forced to have a mother and father. You know what I mean? Good. Forced well, to, well said. Well said. You know, you know what I mean? I, I, I say like this, I wouldn't have changed them because my father would say I would have did the same thing with my father. You know, I, I love both of them. Even the same, both of them spoiled me. You know what I mean? They spoiled all of us. You never well, miss Christmas. Always had food. You know what I mean? Well said. I, I hear you. They did, they you know did their best. Man? They did their best. I thank you now for your call. Yes, I'm gonna hold on, right? I got another caller online. I know that Miss Tia's Queen is on the line. I see you. Uh, I see you on the chat line, Miss Tia's Queen. Did you unmute uh, Miss Tia's Queen, DJ Jill? Hold on, Sha. I got you. Stay on. Miss Tia's Queen, did you start? No, me? I was waiting for. I didn't hear see a push start. I'm muting. I'm muting to push start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. See. Hello. 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 Welcome to the call, Miss Tia's Queen. How are you out there? How you doing today? Jill, you well, start? until she comes, people, this is Sound City Radio. We practice mm-hmm. freedom of speech, freedom to grow, and freedom to learn. And know. that's why I call it Sound City Radio. All we ask you to do is mm, be real, be safe, and be ready. That's right. You be good. That's right. We're talking about motherhood, talking about a little bit, a little fun way to twist to it. I said, what mother got to do with this? Not putting about, you know, putting mothers down, anything like that. No. But you know what? It wasn't for mothers. None of us would be here. We had to have a mother. had to have also our, our men to make that baby to come in our belly. So, therefore, people are playing so much with science and all kinds of stuff now. 
You don't need a man, you don't need a woman. They got all these test tube things going on, the peachy dish, all kinds of stuff. And people don't get it twisted. You know, our creator made things beautiful in its time. Everything is wonderful how it was created for the man and woman to be able to make and procreate and create life and for us to enjoy it. And for mothers to have that nurturing aspect. And for those that don't, you know, how do we how do we get by that and past that? How do you how do you think that when you were raised that way you were raised, you was born too, you were probably fighting back and forth for teenage years, you're like, Oh, I'm just trying to get this house, I can't stand this house, I can't wait to get out of here and look back and realize most of the things they're doing for the, that's all they knew how to do. That was their best. They knew they give you what give you their best. What they knew, how they were raised. So even with that, what history found out like Anna Jarvis, we found out that she loved her mother, she wanted to honor her mother and then the capitalistic society we live in commercialized the holiday and made it so, you know, the florist and the flower industry and every, all the candy, now it's candy and everything else and jewelry and everything is all making much money off of this, this this holiday. They call it holiday or Mother's Day. I think one of the biggest, after, after Christmas, I think one of the biggest is got to be, got to be Mother's Day. And as far as flowers are concerned, they got to be Valentine's Day after Mother's Day. Mother's, most mothers get flowers for Mother's Day. So we had a mama used to say segment. You know, think of a mama used to say saying, you know, boy, I've been being you like right on right. And they tell you, <laughs> you know, I brought you in this world, I take you out of this world. So mamas had all kinds of little sayings that they used to say to raise you up. And, boy, I tell you, my mom did not play. I remember one time she had the stick after me, the broom, and the dog at the same time trying to find out where I was located when I was in the street <laughs> when I was a teenager. So moms did not play, and they really went to bat for you. They stood by you in all kinds of difficulties and troubles and stuff like that. Bailed you out. They had to bail you out. So mothers are necessary, and they're worthwhile, I tell you. We, we would not be here without them. So people, stand up for your moms today, not because it's Mother's Day, but I say always honor your mothers and respect them every day. Special times of year, you know, birthdays or whatever it may be. But it's not to be on Mother's Day, but make it so that you'd be special to your mother and treat her with respect every day and love on her, you know. As an adult child now, what kind of different relationships did you have with your mother as an adult child? As far as the legacy goes, was your mother a perfectionist? So was she anxious? Was she angry? Was she moody? You know, was she just unorganized? You know, what kind of mom, you know, raise our children? How do we structure our lives to keep that balance going with all the different children and responsibilities? That will be our next, our next one. But do we, need, do we have to have a, a, mother, a mother's complete? Do they give 100%? Or do we have the mothers that are, are, are selfish and they want to be our friends? They want to be put themselves first. They, you know, I'm, I'm, it's all about me first. You second, you last, whatever. It's all about them first. And they go, go about their business. Well, be your friend, and you, you're doing co-parenting. You're raising yourself, so to speak. And they tell you, oh, that's, that's your decision? Okay, do that. And it's okay with them. It's okay with you. That's how you want to live? Go ahead. Wow. So how do you combat that? Let's do what Mama used to say. Um, song. Y'all think about that song that came out back in the day. I know you know that song. It's by Junior. And it's called Mama Used to Say. Let's play that and focus Miss Kids Clean of Star 8. And she'll be on the line by then. So I'm looking for her. I see her calling in on the chat line from Kentucky. I see her on. And I want to talk to her before I get off the chat. All right, Miss Kate? All right. So let's get this song in here and hopefully she'll be ready to go after this next election. I'll put this next song on. It's going to be 
Mama used to say, Bye, Junior.
And no wonder the moms are asking for help now because they really realize it's a lot. It's a lot to do for a long time. And it's awful as you're doing that. How about this? Wanting to go back to school with all these hats on your head. And don't let your mother get sick. Like, say, for instance, if my daughter's going through, if I get sick, you know, she would probably be wanting to help with my care as well. That would be a lot on her. I want to ask my mom to probably help me, but I'm just saying, that would be a lot on her to say, when my mom is sick, i got to go visit my mom in the hospital, go do this, go do that. I don't want to get sick to put that burden on her. But then we think about those things because we know what it is to be responsible for a family and a household alone. So if you were all these things without even having children, now magnify that times six or times two or times four, I mean, the children that you have, put all those hats on. No wonder we want to thank our creators for moms and thank our creators for having them ones that are there to be orchestrators and all those things they need to be, raise us up responsibly, and, you know, it's, it's an awesome thing. So hopefully we can continue to move on that direction. Chill, find another song for me. I'm going to be getting ready to, to move to that next level, and you got to play the next, the next song. So find some songs. I want one in particular. I can't touch you with my phone back enough. Uh, Megan Trainer. Um, I like that one. You can find that one for me. And then whatever else you choose, if you can find that one, it would be great. Yeah, Hello. <laughs> Hello, can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you loud and clear. Okay, What's I have up? to... I have to start like three times. I'm like, I'm right here, Joy. How are you doing today? Okay. Thank you. Hold on, I can you okay. now. Can you meet other people? All right. All right. How you doing? I'm listening. I've been listening to you. I was here, but I, I don't know what went on. But I pushed both buttons at the same time. And I muted her and I muted you. It was great. That's okay. Yeah. Hi, yeah. Steve. Welcome. Hi, how you doing? Thank you. Yes, I got in and got settled. And thanks to JTL for always reminding me what shows are going down at what time. Um, yes. The topic is the topic is great. That song Mama used to say, I forgot about that song. That's a good song. <laughs> yes, yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love and it. I'm pulling up this piece right now. You know, um, with Mother's Day coming up, it it's probably should be a sad thing because my mom passed away last year, but it's not sad for me. Um, you know, I'm I'm looking at it as a celebration um, wow. of her and the life she's given me and the life I was able to give to my son. That's how I'm I'm looking at it, and I've written. A tribute poem to her, but this one I pulled up. I actually um, thought about my son on this one, um, and it's titled "17." I wrote it last year. I'm gonna have to write another one because he'll be 18 in August. <laughs> a grown man, but um, this was some of my thoughts just as a mother, and that was one of the greatest. It is one of the greatest experiences of my lifetime is becoming a mother. It wasn't planned. I didn't have 
more than a hundred dollars saved up. I didn't think I could do it. We wind up getting married and making it work, not just for his sake, but for all of our sakes. And, you know, it was great for 15 years, and now we co-parent. But I think, you know, my son can still, when we go and sit and eat, tell me about the days he remembers of me taking him to the park every weekend and to one of his favorite restaurants and stuff that I didn't think he would remember because it was, before he was 12 years old, but yeah, the the kids remember what we do. And so this piece I titled 17. My sunflowers are now fully in full bloom. 8-27-17, son, you were released from the womb. As I remember that day, I can clearly see your dad, you and I became a family. We didn't have much save, but gave all we had. So many fun times that cannot be forgotten beats any of the sad. Mima, which is my mom, says that only child was spoiled but not rotten. You could cook, clean, read, and reason well by the age of 10. That's how it gets popping. Life gave me some troubles. I faced up to the trouble, the tumbles. Release back, I ran to you. Our hugs killed all lingering blues. This woman will always tell you the truth. I watch you blossom, watch you grow, watch you hurt yourself all in fun until you couldn't take no more. I know how our creator feels as his children spin the wheel of free will. You have a gate around you for protection, but it's not locked. The sun kisses you daily so that you can rock. You are a young man, the love of your parents' life. You know the realities and how to swerve with might. As we're granted access to continue on, I trust that you're wise enough to handle your business whenever you're on your own. Happy New Year from me to you. Royal bloodline has been extended to you. Success was by six, so let's do it again. All this is coming from your first best friend. Give thanks daily for all you are blessed to see. Continue to make the right choices and be all that you were meant to be. That's that page. Wow, that's wonderful, Sis. I love that. You gave that to him as a uh, gift? The, the yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I dedicated that to him um, last year for his 17th birthday. Now, you did, did he get it framed or you just gave him a card? How did you yeah. present, it, present it to him? Yeah, he got it framed. I, he reads my, my poetry a lot. And so I said, I'm going to put this on here so when he wake up, he'll see it. And we went out and hung out all day, and then by the evening time, when when we got back home and settled, he was in his room, and he said, you wrote a poem for me? I said, oh, you saw your other gift. <laughs> and so then we went over to um, get it laminated and framed, and we still got it. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. And I know you said that um, your mom is not here. I know that you, you see some of your, some of your um, things that you've done for your son. Do you see some of the things that you created in him from mom? Do you see a repetition, a repetition or just you see things that you built in your character going to him? Say that again. From, from raising your, your son, do you see any of your characteristics in you from your mom and how you raised your son, like different things that you would say? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, when we become parents, we don't have a 
a manual, nobody to tell you how to do it. And all things don't work with everybody. So we had to navigate. And But I did learn a lot from my parents, you know, as far as what I liked and didn't like. And I knew how to implement that with my own. So I thank my, my parents dearly. And, yes, um, it's a continuation on of our generations. And we have to be proud of that. That's, that's wonderful. Now, any, anything from you that your son picked up that was different from how you how you were raised by your parents, by your mom? Anything different that he picked up because of the co-parenting aspect? Um, yeah, when, when my son was growing up, like, we, we had a, a big house and stuff and a lot of money. And the, thing, the one thing I do remember is that when people – when it was dinner time, then we would get our plates and we would go into our own rooms and watch our own TV shows. And I made it back old school with with mine. We we had to sit at the table and eat dinner when it's time. No TV. I don't care who's knocking on the door. You're not going outside and it's dinner time. We're not opening the door. No phone. You know, we might have some low music, but that's the time to talk and eat and just have an hour of you know, downtime, and I think a lot of families should get back into doing that um, because that's very important, and that's the only way you can know where your head, where their head are is that, you know, by talking to them and making them feel comfortable enough and having a tradition like that, one little small thing is enough to help keep that door open. Right, because we have a lot, a lot of busy lives right now. People are running all over mm-hmm. the place and doing things, and everybody's in a hurry to get things accomplished, but they forget sometimes, I guess, the, the tradition that kept kept them here, made them to be here. Yeah, so, and, you know, even if you can't be right there with them, you know, it might be a parents who are in different cities or something, then learn to do video chat, you know, um, and make that a, a daily routine. And that way you still have that connection and communication going on. So you can use technology for, you know, that way in a good way. But, yeah, that's one thing I um, carried on. Yeah, back to the old school ways. <laughs> well, I, I love that about you because I'm, I learned a lot from you still. I, I, I saw you on the line. I got on the video chat. I've been trying to do that now with every show. Just get on and see who's calling in so I can see where they're calling from. And I got that from you. So I do appreciate that. You're teaching me how to do that. <laughs> I have a, a lot to learn because um, on, I, I guess last night's show, I believe Jazzy Jeff had called and I know he didn't get on the line. So I kind of missed uh, that call. I did see you said he was on. And I guess you were on the video chat as well, on the chat, on the chat as well. So a lot to learn with um, radio and broadcasting. And I do thank you for sharing um, your poem. Do you have a poem, any poem about moms that you want to share for tonight? Or that was the only poem you yeah. want to share right now? Yes, I can pull it up. And, you know, congratulations to you um, for you being a mom. I'm sorry, say one more time. I didn't hear you. I said congratulations on, on you for being a mother as well. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. 
And I was saying about my life Mother's Day to you. And I was saying some things about um, being a mother, about Mother's Day, about motherhood, my mom, and different things like that. And um, uh, I didn't get into this part right here about forgiving our mothers and how sometimes things go into our adulthood. That's a really um, serious issue I think that a lot of women are having about how they raise their children and they're raising their children the different self that they use and how it affects their parenting style. Um, we talked about uh, the legacy. Some people are very like perfectionist and they have to really have everything a certain way. Cross the T's, Dr. Oxy's got to do, you know, they're very anxious as they're raising their children and they're looking, they're overprotective or, you know, different things that we look at. We don't realize how they were raised as a child and it goes into their adulthood. So you follow what I'm saying about history and legacy and, you know, responsibility, all that affects them about, you know, how our our brothers were raised. That's why I asked you that question earlier. That's how, how you see your, some of your style as far as raising your child different from your mom or like your mom, you know? Yeah, I still, I still use the, um, if you, if you act up, you get punished and things, but, I did change the fact that we're going to eat together and we'll at least go out and do something, you know, once a, once a week. So I, I implemented both um, what I grew up with and what I wanted to do different and could. Well, I would say this, and I'll say this. I know once, if I could do some things different, I would have done some things different, but I think... A lot of my um, things that weren't dealt with as far as my grief from me losing my dad, for one, when I was eight years old, that wasn't really dealt with. And then also me being abused when I was a child wasn't really dealt with. When I was, we didn't have that kind of counseling or the nurturing, that part, because they, they were just the same thing probably, but then it was like more hush-hush and secretive things back then. You follow what I'm saying? But now things are like more out that other people share with things that are going on. They talk about it. And we still have some people that keep secrets because they're, they're embarrassed to share that happened to me, you know. Some people are embarrassed by it, but I guess more with this Me Too and everything coming out, now people are going to come out of the closet about things that happened when they were younger, if you saw what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, 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 I do, I love being a mother. I'm glad that I was chosen to be a mother. And I think that I still have my struggles with um, the things that I did do wrong when I was mothering. And I, but like I said, there's no manual or no book that you have to have examples and different things that you do. You have to live with it. And apologize for the things that you do do wrong, which, you know, I have done. And I believe that, you know, it was necessary because I was going through my own growing up. My first child had when I was 16. So I can't say I was totally equipped to, have, <laughs> to be a mother at that age. But I had some help. Thank you for calling in, T, and I appreciate um, one more poem. You want to share that one more poem you have for us? Oh yeah, I, I'm gonna pull that up and um, I'll I'll recite it for you. I'm looking for it. All right, and DJ, should you got another selection, another song selection? Because you no, know, I can't play the music right now. But can you bring another song up. Yeah, but. She is able to bring her uh, look up for her piece. You want to play that before? Want to play the piece, play the song before, T? Are you looking for your poetry, or you want to do it now? Oh, yeah, yeah, you can play the song, and I, and I have that tell you there. Okay, thank you. Okay, Chill, we on your, on your time, dear. Appreciate you. Well, people, um, like you said, 
Thank you for calling in there. What's up, Ms. T is Green? And um, tonight, you know, it's a pre-Mother's Day weekend. For well, a pre-Mother's Day weekend, that means, like, today you're supposed to make some money. <laughs> Tomorrow you better make some money. Because <laughs> on Sunday, boy, you better have some money. We're here on this network. We talk about freedom of speech, freedom to grow, and freedom to learn and know. That's why I call the Sound City Radio. All I ask you to do is be real, be safe, and be ready. How about heat waves, y'all? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get to the child and say, why not have to get Hey, that right now. Mm-hmm. Happiness, togetherness, loneliness, foreverness, love against, formless, peacefulness. Happiness, togetherness. Happiness, togetherness, loneliness, forevermen. 
All right. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you, DJ Chill. Appreciate that. I'm still here. And Miss Tia's Queen, we'd like to hear your piece. You found it. Yeah. Yes, I, I was looking for, I got a lot of poetry. <laughs> I can't wait to put all of this thing on. But, but I was looking for one that I wrote, like, um, before this year. But anyway, same sentiments. Um, this one is called Gone But Not Forgotten. Gone But Not Forgotten singing, Dear Mama, here's to the reflections of you. I was awakened up out of my sleep and I heard the truth. We laugh out loud. We know things have come. Hmm. You were granted to forever walk and then rest in peace. You now have a better walk. Thank you for my life, which I passed on to my son. He had to remember the meaning of his name, and it's still second to none. Let us reminisce on the dinner and Tupperware parties. Yeah, I remember them. The food was always homemade and hearty. What about the years spent going to the hall? We were fortunate to be one of the best dressed and you had to match us all. Speeding up time to where it all slowed down. Things made us smile and they make us frown. Moving right along, we understood why. I'm very grateful for all the reconciliations after any goodbyes. I learned my girly ways from you first. I learned that good housekeeping makes you feel good, not worse. I was a witness to you. Having your face until the end. Time doesn't matter. Life over death, you learn to win. Everything we were taught by others wasn't always right. Your intentions are more valuable when done with sincere might. I'm happy for this gift of literature type of writing. The poetry embedded is hereditary. It also came from you. Nothing in our family tree came from the ordinary. All the new generations have these growing up and growing pains. The smartest ones learn from their mistakes. We keep on walking through the rain. Let me speak for TJ and I because we dearly love you. I just heard you to say, I just heard you say, stay strong. The best is yet to come. What's been taken won't compare to the mighty, what the mighty will bring alone. Exhale to let that sink in. The divine has touched down once again. Gone but not forgotten are all the good memories that were made. Hug me now because my tears just gave way. The fresh bouquet I get reminds me of you at times. See them and touch them. Maybe spirits can when they try. A token for goodness sake. It's something that I will always do. Miss Cynthia here is to looking at you. Your favorite will be in the river and up in the sky. Thank you again for stopping by. Restored in power. Four seventeen. Awesome, okay. thank you. Thank yeah. you. That was awesome. And there was a lot of healing in that, too. And there's a lot of healing just when you start to write about, I think it's therapy, definitely, because I'm going to be doing it soon. Mm-hmm. I already know I am. <laughs> you're going to be surprised. You're going to be surprised one day. You're like, oh. And I said, not really surprised you know it's there, but it ain't, it ain't coming out. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yes, yes, I appreciate it so much. I really do. And um, always, always good uh, to hear you. One love to y'all. Enjoy the music and the commentary. And I'm going to sit back and let you finish your show. All right. Thank you so much again. All, All right. right. Miss Tia's Queen, y'all. One love. Miss Tia's Queen, y'all. Hey, I'm DJ Fujo. You have a caller. All right. Next caller. This is DJ Billy Joy. Welcome, caller. 
What's up? What's up? Killer Joy, Killer Cal in the building saying what's up oh, to y'all out there. Stop it. Sound City Radio. Hey, Kelly Cowell, what you up to, brother? How you doing? Right on, right on. We sitting here representing, you know, playing your favorites, hanging out with the Miss Lovely Philly Joy. Oh, uh, On this beautiful Mother's Day celebration. I want to say have to shout, give all the shout-outs to all the beautiful mothers out there, the hardworking, taking yeah. care of the kids, being devoted to their responsibilities. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely, because it helps us to hopefully to create children that are responsible as well. We can be responsible for them and nurture them in the proper way. How about that? That's, that's what no I mean. No word. doubt. No diggity. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. that. I love that. And even too, so Huh? No, what were you saying? No, go ahead, Kelly. You want to go ahead and say something about, about mom and about mom? Uh, yeah, yeah, we, we, just had, we just had some, we just had some, you know, some, uh, some laid-back, sophisticated, uh, you know, Mother's Day songs. Keep a, keep a, keep a momentum going, you know, with some um, okay. positive vibes. You know what I'm saying? All right, thank you. You got, some, you got a song for me? Yeah, chill, DJ, chill. Go ahead and blast that one off with the spinners. Uh, don't you know sweet Sadie? I know Sadie. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's beautiful. In a world like today, it's a rare thing to be able to see young mothers like the ones that were around when I grew up. But they live on in memory to quite a few of us. And this song is dedicated to those who cherish that memory. One Sunday morning, breakfast was on the table. There was no time to eat. She said to me, Order me to Sunday school. Filled with a lot of glory. We learned the whole story. She'll always have a dream. Despite the things this troubled world can bring. Oh, say, don't you know we love you, sweet Satan? Place no one above you, sweet Satan. Sometimes it seems so funny, but no money will turn your life around. Sweeter than cotton candy, stronger than Papa, so brandy. Always that needed smile, once in a while. She would break down and cry. Sometimes she'd be so happy. Seeing with us and daddy. Standing the worst of times. Breaking the vines. With just a simple song. Well, 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 well
knowing your mind is that she cared. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about. There's only little time to do it. Right. That's right, Chill. Yes, yes, that was uh, DJ Chill, y'all, sharing his heart. I tell you. So, you know, some of us that have lost our mothers, you know, I thought, I thought about this, and I think I mentioned this before, and I think that we have to realize something. Um, if we're just holding things against our moms, we have people that still have their moms and they haven't spoken to their mothers in years. So I think that's what you're coming from, or you're holding something to kind of grudge, or you're just, you know, just doing your own thing and not thinking about your mother. But it's this time of year, but like I said, it's commercialized. But every day we should respect and love our family and our mothers. And if you can make amends, it's the time to make amends. It's the time to be forgiving. You know, they do the best that they could do, but they know how, how they were raised, and they just try to do the best they can by you. And I don't think anything was done out of hurt or malice in that respect. So let's be, you know, forgiven. And we have all these different songs we play. Hope you can relate to them in your um, quiet time and time you do a self-reflection. And then when you get into a point where you just want to apologize and do some mending and some healing on your body, in your mind, and your spirit. Thank the Creator for mother, mothers, motherhood, mothering, and those that do the nurturing. Um, it's been said, and especially in this day and age, there people are saying, you know, mothering doesn't have to come from a mother, your biological mother, but those that put the responsibilities in of a mother or mothering, you know, give homage, give honor. It could be your grandmother, it could be an aunt, it could have been a sister, it could have been anyone that took the responsibility to help to nurture you and lead you in the right path or teach you some good values and build your character. So this show is dedicated to mothers. And question I have to ask you all, have you seen my mother? Just kidding, but I know. And if you have, just love on them. And the ones that you don't have, find someone else that you could be a mother to that goes out for my sisters that may have lost their mother. And then love on your children the way you should and the way you can and the way you want to. And we're going to end with this closing song. This is DJ Philly Joy on on Friday for Issues of the Heart. It's our show. And we talked about today about the mothering, motherhood, and about the legacy, history, and responsibility of being a mother. And hopefully you got something out of the show today and that you can share from your heart and in your spirit. So thank you, people, for listening. And I'm going to sign off now. And DJ Chill, we're going to close out. I appreciate you, brother. Have a good day. Happy Mother's Day, y'all. DJ Chill, DJ Chill, are you there? The closing off of the air. <laughs> hey, you on beat, girl? I said, hey, ma, don't be stretching your wallet. Gotta pay me for taking the year for college. Go on, get your nail solid. Stylist be your eyelids. And a pilot be your mileage. But a frequent flight be your eyelids. Miss Brown and Miss Pilot. Little boy then grown up. Little boys then blown up. Middle class that bonus. Hey, my, hey, mama, Jen. God gave me another chance. Rocky gave me another line. Robbie gave me another fan. 7730. Oh, Kanye was a 3 0. Down the street from D Rose. Was practicing his free throw. Shout out to that ghost trip. Shout out to Kinky Rock. Shout out that Miss Moody, Auntie Tony, that my hero. We gon' get to take a
You gon' see us later. Put that on my mom. Monica and Ava, they put all the favor. Got my money saved up. Put that on my mom. We gon' get this paper. Put that on my mom. You gon' see us later. Put that on my mom. Monica and Ava, they put all the favor. Got my money saved up. Put that on my mom. Hey, my, hey, my, I know I never did behave a lot. Never got good grades a lot. You turn your hands to praise a lot. Go in stores to take a lot. Never shop and shake a lot. You ain't got to shop and shake a lot. You don't got to worry about shape a lot. They playing with your sex, your shit. They got to take your play and die. Take the rock. Got it there. You smarter than. We can go back your partner. Save money, my partner. My partner, it's part of me. This same move of both started three. I'm riding around my side of town. I got to no cops around. I have to fuck. I have to gamble. Just had to go. That's the best chance. So, 10 days. I don't know how to play English. That language be that standing for the. I got to tell y'all straight up. If you have any questions, comments, or any concerns, you may email me at will.ofgod at my.com. That's DJ underscore chill at my.com. And here on this network, like I said before, we practice freedom of speech, freedom to go, and freedom to learn to know. That's why I call it sound for the radio. But if you don't remember, you got to be real. <laughs> be safe and be ready. And now, one thing I leave y'all to understand, when I say out, it means obviously you talk. So, who's out? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.